Before we get started, have you gotten my free ebook, Five Powerful Steps to Win Your Morning? Go to thesuccess.life forward slash five powerful steps. This ebook has five powerful strategies you can implement right away to help you have more energy, clarity, and focus, and accomplish more in less time. Go to thesuccess.life forward slash five powerful steps and get your copy today. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. This podcast will help you break through the barriers holding you back from the true life of significance you are meant to live. I'm your host, Janelle Bruland, and I invite you to join me each month as I share leadership lessons and specific strategies to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. As a high-achieving entrepreneur, there was a time when I was overwhelmed doing all of the things and found myself overworked and overcommitted. Through the power of intention, I learned how to shift my mindset and create success habits to achieve a healthy work-life balance and true joy in my life. Now I'm here to help you do the same. Don't just be the CEO of your business. Be the CEO of your life. Let's get started. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. Well, we're talking about the importance of taking a sabbatical. And today, we are going to share about how I took a sabbatical and why you should too. That's the most important part is why you should too. Definitely. People keep asking us, uh, how did you do it? Why did you do it? And can you help us do it? And so we thought it'd be really important for us to put this series together to help you out. And so the first part of this is just why you should take a sabbatical. Right. Well, and let me back up a little bit in kind of how this came about is over and over again, the type of entrepreneurs, high achieving elite entrepreneurs like you that we coach will tell us that they just can't take the time off. In fact, one of my CEO clients had said to me, I can't take more than three days off from my business right now. I just, I can't do it. I haven't been able to for the last year because if I take more than three days off, my business is gonna fall apart. Yeah, she did not think her team was capable of carrying the torch while she was gone right. for a weekend, right. for a long weekend. Right. You know, and, and that's really sad because she had an incredible business and right. a great team, but she just wasn't comfortable re releasing that. Yes, and, and yet at the same time was frustrated by it and didn't want it to be this way. And right. so she had asked me about how I had done it, having a, a similar, similar business. So we were excited to share a little bit right. about that with you today. So, so here's the truth. I very well admit that I also did not buy into the fact for a long time that I could really take time off work. I was in a 24-7 operation in facility services, and in my business, it just never quit. We did emergency services, and we had people, teams out, contractors outgoing, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. We had cleaning staff cleaning throughout the night. So no matter what, there was always, always a reason to be working. And, and really it felt hard to take time off. And I, I found that I would feel guilty if I took time off. And I just didn't believe that it was, it was possible. So lots of feelings behind thinking it wasn't possible, thinking that I'm letting my team down if I do it, and a lot of, which we talked a little bit about on the intro to this series, of just thinking there'll be time later. 
Uh, I'll take one, once we get this big project done, we will, then we'll take time. Right. And I think also as a leader, you feel there's a little guilt there that, you know, if my team's working, I should be too. Right. And you don't want to let them down or, or feel like you're not part of that and mm -hmm. part of the team, but mm -hmm. really you're letting them down by not taking that time Right, off. right, and yeah. And so when you led by example of, I'm going to go on vacation and we're on vacation, the phone rings, it, there's a text, and you're, oh, I'll be back in a minute, or, oh, excuse me for a second, or I'll just, uh, hold on a second, or I'll be at the beach later. Right. It didn't work. Right. Because the, the team knew they could always reach you. Well, guess what? Your team also knew that they needed to be reached all the time because that's what you taught them. Right. We yeah. were always we were always available because yeah. the client comes first, your team comes first, and we are very servant servant minded, servant hearted leadership, which I fully agree agree with. But the problem can become as a good thing can become a bad thing if it goes too far. So being a servant hearted leader and in having the desire to care for your clients and your team, which I'm sure you do, Sometimes in that you forget to take care of yourself and being available 24-7 can lead to burnout. Right. And I think that, you know, if you're not serving yourself, it's going to lead to the burnout. So mm -hmm. if you're, you, you, and then you can't serve your right. clients, your team and everybody else. Right. So making sure you take this time to serve yourself and eliminate the burnout. And, you know, you, there was a, a director on the team is a great example. He saw you working all the time, answering your phone all the time. Right. He had an incredible work ethic, mm -hmm. and he did not want to let his team down at all. Right. He was, or, or the clients. If a client called, he would be in his car, on a plane, whatever it took mm -hmm. to make sure the client was happy. Right. And if an, a, a teammate had mm -hmm. an issue, if mm -hmm. a teammate's car broke down, if right. they needed gas, right. in the middle of the night, he would go help them. Yes. And he was always there to serve and help others. Mm -hmm, definitely. But he never took time off. Well, and I think this is so common, not just in a building services industry, but any work out there now, the societal norms are you need to be working all the time. I mean, mm -hmm. society gives you this badge of honor. You've got to put in all of these hours and then you earn your rest. I mean, you think about the typical employee manual that says uh, you, after you work so many hours, then you get this vacation time and so you earn it over a period of time. And that's societal norms that you just need to put in all these hours. And that's what my first book, The Success Lie, was about, is right. that we buy into this lie of success that we have to keep doing more and more and working harder and harder. And the problem with this is that you've got to, you, by doing that, you sacrifice something. And you're either going to sacrifice your health, you're going to sacrifice your family relationships by putting everything into your business 24-7. And we're, we're not wired to be working 24-7. It, it just doesn't work. Right. So We need to go to work. We need right. to work hard. And we need to answer the phone, answer our emails. But then there's a time where we just need to stop and shut it down for a while. Right, right. And I think that... You know, we're in a position right now in society where, like you said, it's a badge of honor to work a million hours <laughs> and be on the phone and texting 24-7 mm -hmm. and or just not showing up. And right. so I think that there's a definite balance of let's go work, mm -hmm. and, but then let's take a sabbatical or take time off, take a vacation, 
Right. And just completely unplug. Right. So let me ask you a question. If you've taken a vacation in the last year, have you taken a vacation and come back refreshed from it? So whether that's just a few days, whether that's a week or two weeks, did you come back refreshed from that vacation? And when I asked this question to my client group, they said no. They said no. And why was that? Because they always had their phones. Right. It, it, they were unplugged, they thought, mm -hmm. until you asked that question. Right. And then they realized, oh, well, but uh, I went to the beach with my phone. Mm -hmm. I was only going to use it for pictures, but right. then I had 42 texts, so I answered them. Right. Or, oh, well, I decided to turn on Wi-Fi and check my email. Mm -hmm. and so they never really, truly unplugged. Right. Not one. Right. Yeah, everybody in the Leadership Mastermind, they all felt pretty good that they were taking time off, but they really weren't taking time off. Mm -hmm. and, and I've been guilty of that, too, where I've, where I've been away and and something comes in and you deal with it where I haven't shut off my emails and, and you just continue to have these issues. And, and or you think, and I have a, a colleague, good friend of ours who just says, I, I just feel better when I check in every day. <laughs> and so like literally never unplugs and you see, you see the results of that. Right. It's definitely a problem. So let me tell you how I discovered that and decided that it was important to take this intentional break. And I actually learned it from one of my leadership team that you were alluding to, somebody on my executive team who was a wonderful servant-hearted leader. And we had um, one of our regular meetings that we'd come together, a one-to-one. -one. And we got together in my office and I could just see he was just really agitated. And it, where he's just normally this great and kind of easygoing guy and always super friendly. And yeah, he just was, was really crabby in the meeting and just agitated. And I thought, and in one particular thing I said, he kind of snapped a little bit. And I thought, wow, this is just not like him. And then I realized how many hours that he had been putting in for a really long time and he hadn't had a break. And I thought, wow he is on the edge of burnout here. He's on the edge. And it really got me thinking about, well, if he's on the edge, how many other people are on the edge? And, and this is really an important job as a business leader to create a space where your team can get the rest and recovery that they need. So first and foremost, this is for you. You as the leader have to be taking the time off. But I realized that, wow, if my team isn't getting the time off, then how good of an example am I setting? Right. And it's awareness. You weren't aware of it in your own self. Right. And it took you to see it in a not so great situation in right. somebody else. Right. And it was that awareness. And so we're hoping to bring that awareness to you through this so that you can be, you know, listen to your, your own body, your own space your own team and have that awareness so you can say, hey, look, you know, maybe you should take a vacation. Right. Give me your phone. Right. Exactly. So exactly. I think yeah. that that's important. Yeah. So. And if you're listening to this and just going, there's just no way I can do this. I, I don't have the team that can help me with this. I mean, we've got these huge things going on at work right now. This won't possibly work. Stay with us because yes, it's not easy to take a sabbatical, 
but you can plan out a sabbatical in time. You can make it happen and you are a very capable entrepreneur and it's really easy to get excited and put all in all of the hours and the work toward a new project or something that you really care about. And you can be really intentional about setting those big and achieving those big goals in your business you can be intentional about including these extended breaks, these recovery times in your life through a sabbatical and through taking regular vacation time. You can do it, so hang in because it is possible and, and we're gonna help you plan that out. Good. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about why you should take a sabbatical and, and the benefits of it. Right, right. So, I think what we have about eight, nine benefits that we should go through, yes. share with people, you know, the benefits that you're going to have from it. And then, and that's also why mm -hmm. you should take those, take a sabbatical. So, you know, we're living in a society where, like you said, everybody's close to burnout and we're just grinding away. And so the first thing that the sabbatical does is instead of always just moving forward, it provides you that space, that gap for reflection. Mm, and, and so good. So the first thing is just stopping, putting away the phone, putting away whatever it is, and creating that space for reflection. You're really good at it. I try. I, I have a journal and I journal in it, but you journal every single day and create that space. <laughs> And so, but you know, how do you find that the reflection helps you? Oh, definitely. And I think reflection is so important. We've talked about this before that you're, you're taking quiet time for yourself, hopefully on a daily basis and on a regular basis where you're reflecting. But when you take that extended break, when you take a sabbatical, it's a natural time for you to really take a hard look at your life and mm -hmm. to ask yourself questions like, am I really fulfilled in my work right now? Um, am I in the right work? Is, is this where I still want to be? And, and to have a chance to actually sit and look at your life plan and where you're going. Are, are you where you want to be right now? And maybe it's time to change trajectory. And most of us don't take the time to stop and even think about that. We're so busy just doing the day-to-day -day responsibility, putting out the day-to-day -day fires, that we don't think about that. So a sabbatical is just a natural time to reflect on your life, on your relationships, on your purpose, and, and really get some clarity in that where you actually free up some mental space to do so. Right, well, one of the things we did as far as a reflection too is we did the, the Circle Maker book. Oh, um, that's right. I Just drawing a blank on that who wrote that, but it was a great book and it had a workbook with it. Mm -hmm. And we did that and used that along with right. our, our reflection time, our journaling time. And, and then the other thing we did is we came together. You did your, you had your time, I had my time. And then we came together to make sure we're, you know, at least in the same book, we'll not be <laughs> on the same page, but uh, you know, that way I, we knew where, we, where each other was. Mm -hmm. And so that was really beneficial of having that reflection time and using it. And right. so if you have a partner, a spouse, a fr you know, whatever, it's helpful to do that mm -hmm. you know, during that reflection time, I think. Right. So. Well, and everything about the reason you listen to this podcast is we're helping you be an intentional leader, to have an intentional life. And, and you can't do that if you're living on automatic, if you're just going from thing to thing and then you blink and the years go by. Yeah. And 
if you don't have any direction where you're going, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to get there. <laughs> so where do you want to go? And are you on that right path to go there? And it's just, it's really important to be intentional about your life. So if you're intentional about a sabbatical, then being intentional with this reflection time and uh, being able to bring that intentionality back. And sometimes it just takes that pause to just get yourself realigned and reset, rebooted, and yeah. ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about the second one. And this, we, we talked about in our opening, it improves your health and well-being. And, and this is just one of the most important things. I mean, your health is, as we heard a speaker talk about the all, all day, is without your health, you don't have a life. So your, your health has got to be first. And taking a sabbatical improves your health. Right. You know, right now I'm reading uh, Peter Atiyah's Outlive. Mm. And he, he doesn't talk about lifespan because you could live a long life that's not really good because you don't have great health. Sure. He's talking about health span mm. and how to improve your health and live as fully as you possibly can during your lifespan. Right. And quality so of life. It's the quality along with it. Mm -hmm. And so with number two, with being your health and well-being, uh, stopping and you know making sure that, well, for instance, uh, I, I, I just had 27 tests done for my health. Right. Uh, I, every day I get another ping that says, oh, another test result. And I don't even understand half of them. <laughs> Hopefully my doctor That's what does. your doctor's for. Um, yep, she will. But she just, she said, we're going to do a battery of tests just to make sure we have a baseline and we know how your health can be improved. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of things that were pretty obvious. Uh, my DHEA and is a little low, so we're going to address those because I can interpret that one as a giant red block. Um, <laughs> but the other thing we're going to do, and this is because of a friend of, a, a, a client of ours actually, I'm having a CT scan to have the plaque checked mm. because as we talked about in the intro, we had a client who felt pretty good. Pretty good is, on the outside, mm -hmm. but really just was lacking energy. Right. And he went and he had a lot of plaque buildup and was almost ready for a Widowmaker. Right. So I'm having that same test done. I have to pay for it because it's not, you know, it's preventative and or not covered by insurance. Mm -hmm. And so, but I'm more than happy to because I don't want to have a Widowmaker. Right. Um, so those are the things that you can do for your health. Mm -hmm. um, on a sabbatical as well, I, I love, and you do too, but we get outside. And we, you know, when we go on, uh, when we took our sabbatical, I rode my bike every single day for a couple of hours. We would go for a walk or a hike every single day. Mm -hmm. So, and then we'd, you know, at the time we were, you know, play in the pool because it was warm. Right. Uh, go for a beach walk because there was sand. And, mm -hmm. and so not just sitting around on the computer doing things, but we were working on our health. So right. we were active and, you know, making sure that that was our job that, you know, and quite frankly, it probably should be everybody's job all of the time, mm -hmm. but you could really put your effort into during the sabbatical, making sure that your health was your, your focus. Right. Well, in all ways, but the sabbatical certainly right. is, is a great time to really rejuvenate that piece of it. And just, Getting away from work is is 
improving your health by finding the time to do these other things that you're resting, right. um, you're working on your health and your well-being. It's a stress reducer. And let's talk about just how you as, a, as an athlete and everyone listening, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a corporate athlete, you know, it's interesting. We're so good at doing the work and the, the hard work that we do every single day, but the recovery time is so hard for us. And talk about as a, as a triathlete, you did an Ironman and how your coach really stressed the recovery part as much as he did the intense workouts that you did. Sure. Well, I think that if you're an athlete and, and this could be your work and you work too much, but as an athlete, if you're putting your body through the, the toils, if you're training for uh, a marathon and you run you know, two, three, four hours a day, seven days a week, pretty soon the knees, the hips, the back, you know, you're, you're gonna start having problems and you're gonna have hip dysplasia or something like that. And so you really need to put a plan together and that plan would be, okay, I'm running a marathon in a year and I'm going to run 30 minutes to an hour a day and on on Mondays I'm going to not I don't I'm not a big fan of just take the day off I don't think that that means you know stop altogether from training but I think it means if I'm going to run four days a week I will lift weights two days a week and maybe on the seventh day I just take an easy bike ride mm -hmm. and so my body's still moving but I'm using the little bit different muscles I'm not, you know, creating fatigue in those muscles right. and then causing the breakdown, the breakdown causing the injury, the injury causing me not to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. And so training for a marathon is a great example because we're all in a marathon at work. And if we continue to go at that pace, right. without, pedal to the metal, without taking the break, yeah. you know, things are going to start to break. And right. so in the case of work, it's usually being crabby, grumpy, or not being creative and a visionary like your team needs you to be. Right. What, it, it just, it comes out differently at work than it mm -hmm. does as an athlete. But mm -hmm. I think it, it, it's the same principle. Right. That sabbatical time just really helps improve your well-being because it, it just takes that stress off. Instead of having that pedal to the metal, you are putting the brake on and you're just really taking that recovery time. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage you to make a shift of that recovery time should be first, rather than, as we talked about earlier, having it be this badge of honor, how many hours that you've worked and, and looking at that you've got to earn this rest, take this rest first, make that a first priority. And if if you have followed us at all, you know that I have an intentional calendaring practice that I teach where I really talk about putting those most important personal priorities first in your life. And part of that is just the rest, the well-being, taking great care of your health, which is, which is so important. So when you think about if you're an entrepreneur, like I'm sure many of you are, that you spend a lot of time on the computer work, that what really helps your body and improves your well-being is when you do something opposite of where you're really doing this hard work. So for us, we're doing a lot of camera time with you, a lot of teaching, a lot of computer work. 
So what's the opposite of that that's gonna refuel you? So the opposite of that, like you were just talking about, is just getting outside and exercising, getting in the sunlight and fresh air, going on a hike, going on a paddle, going boating, getting in out in the woods, just mm -hmm. those things that get you away from your typical routine and that's naturally going to just be refreshing for your body. Right, and I think that it's a cycle too. You know, with, with the, with the, as an athlete, you, you can pick your A race and you can train up for it and make, you could even do a race or two along the way, but mm -hmm. you're not giving it 100%, you're giving it that, you know, something. And then your A race, you do it, and then you take a break. Mm -hmm. You give your body that rest that right. it needs after that A race is done. And scheduling that and in. It's, that was scheduled with my coach. I mean, we started the week off with a day of rest, which mm -hmm. was the Monday. Yep. And then we trained, and I had a couple of B races. Then I did my A race. And then he actually had me, I think it was 90 days, where I did 30 minutes, an hour of what it felt like walking or barely riding, you know, I felt like I almost fall over because I was riding my bike so slow. And, but that was all part of the full year plan. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I said a year to run a marathon, a year from now, it was also, it included that time after mm. the recovery time. And That's good. So it's important that you do that at work too. Good. Well, a third benefit to taking a sabbatical is it's not only good for your body, it's great for your brain. And research shows that when you are hungry or stressed or overworked, that it's really hard on that brain. Your productivity really goes down. And so when you take that break, you take all of that stimulus away, that stress away, it provides rest for the brain and healing for the brain and makes a mm -hmm. huge benefit. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's important. So number four, uh, help your team to step up. Right. So here you are, you're thinking, oh, I can't do this. My team's not ready. How do you know if you haven't tried? Right. And they want to try. They think and they want to be capable. And so if you step away, you've now allowed them to step up. Mm -hmm. And they For can sure. elevate. And you can see who is a leader and who's not. And right. you might be surprised. Somebody's going to step up or step in that maybe is kind of on the periphery mm -hmm. and there may be a new position for them. Right. Well, and it just, it's a good thing for your team. And as an intentional leader, you are growing not only your, your own leadership, but you're growing that leadership of the team. And you want everyone in the organization to be able to rise so your company is able to grow and be successful. So taking a sabbatical and when you have this prepared sabbatical, which we're, we're gonna talk about more of, of the details of how to do that. It provides your team, they know what they need to do, it provides them with the information that they need to be able to confidently cover for you while you're gone. So you truly can unplug and be able to, to get away. Right. And it's a wonderful opportunity for you to see who really is stepping up on your team or where maybe someone doesn't have the skills or training that they need and needs more information, or it may uncover some problems that you right. need to deal with. So it can be really an educational time for you. And, and if you never do it, how will you know? 
right? Yeah, how, how will you know? And I know every client that we talk to, if they're not already there, wants to get to a place where they can leave their company for a while and know that it can operate okay on its own without them. Isn't that where you want to be? So this is a perfect way with a sabbatical to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. Well, number five is foster relationships. If you're always at work, you're always grinding away, you're always with your, you know, just fr a frenetic pace, mm -hmm. how do you foster the relationships? How do you stop and just spend time with those most important? Right. With your husband or your wife or your partner, or your kids, your family members, whatever that might be. When you stop and take a sabbatical, it opens up a lot of time. And it, it's amazing, actually, when you do that, how these competing people all try and fill it up. <laughs> so you have to be a little bit disciplined about it too, but thinking about as you take a sabbatical and it frees up this wonderful time for you is who are some of those people in your life that maybe you just haven't felt like you've had the time to really spend time with? It just opens up some space in your calendar where you can have those lunch dates and coffee dates or just spend more significant times with some one-on-one -on -one with your kids or take that vacation with your spouse. It just creates that deeper opportunity for you mm -hmm. to really invest in those most important relationships and foster them and grow them. Again, that intentionality right. toward your relationships. And, and I hope that that you are already being intentional about growing your relationships. But the cool thing about the sabbatical is you're not having to be at work for those few weeks, that month, that six months, whatever it is that you're doing. And it's just an awesome time to be able to spend with your family. Right. And other ones, loved ones, friends. Friends, yeah, yeah anybody, too. but just people. Right. You build those relationships. So. Yeah. And by creating that space, you also have time in to open up and the space for creativity. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, when your mind isn't pressured all the time with the day-to-day -day work. I mean, I, I talk to my entrepreneur clients and they're always saying, wow, I just feel like I'm, I'm putting out fires all day long, that that's all that I do. And when you get away intentionally for this break, you, you're able to free up your mind, you've got some quiet space and wow, the creativity can really flow. Yeah, I've noticed that you know, in the day-to-day, -day, you know, trying to put a video together, and then all of a sudden the computer breaks, and then the phone rings, and then a client calls, and then we have a client meeting, and then we have a client, you know, whatever. And right. all of these things are competing for this space. And, and you know, quite frankly, my brain's you know, limited. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> uh, but when we get away, when we even if it's for four or five days uh, just to, to relax, by day three or four, I have all sorts of new ideas and right. and it's just, it doesn't take long for the creativity to come back, the juices to start flowing. Mm -hmm. I remember the sabbatical that we took last year when, when we got to it, I was just in a severe case of writer's block as an mm -hmm. author. I just was, I would just be sit at, sit at my computer and nothing would come and we definitely had a lot going on before we left on our sabbatical and it was just amazing 30 days later when we got back from the sabbatical it was gone i mean my my creativity just flowed i could write again it felt so good so whatever it is where you're bringing creativity to your job it's amazing how a sabbatical can just refresh you again just well, that's good. It opens up the creativity. 
Number seven. Number seven, it protects you from burnout. Yes. You know, there's a recent study, uh, Capital One, and what, 42%, so almost half of us are close to suffering from burnout if we don't already, if we haven't already suffered from burnout. Wow. So that's scary. Yes. And if you've gone all the way to burnout, I mean, we, we know many people that have had it literally had a breakdown, whether mm -hmm. it's a health condition that just took them out. And, and you know that chronic stress is one of the top things that leads to health issues and, and burnout can, can lead to that. I mean, just to a total breakdown. Right. So, and the good news is when you are very intentional about setting regular time off, regular times to unplug, and especially these extended breaks, a sabbatical, that it prevents burnout, which my friend, you don't want to have it. No. And when the people we've helped that have had it, it's, it's hard to come back. Mm -hmm. You need to get it done and get after it before it happens. It's kind of like taking you know, ibuprofen or, or Tylenol. You, if you just forget and then four hours later, you're like, oh, it hurts. It still takes another hour for it to come right. back. Right. So if you can take that Tylenol consistently, uh, you're, you're in a better spot. Mm-hmm. So taking those intentional breaks mm -hmm. really helps you get from to this, it prevents you from getting to that place of exhaustion that's really hard to yeah. come back from. So, but, but don't worry if you're like, oh no, I'm too late, I'm already there. <laughs> this is for you. So take time now to be scheduling some time off for yourself to be able to take some sabbatical time so that you can get yourself back to your optimum level again. And my friend, you can get there, but you have to be intentional about doing it. But definitely, this is it's definitely a, a prevention of burnout. Right. So important to do that. Yeah. And then um, finally, number eight, it provides freedom to pursue new things. And doesn't your team want new things thrown at them? No, <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it really, it, it's, it's a chance for you to go and, and uh, maybe you wanted to go scuba diving or maybe you wanted to go to the Galapagos or the Holy Lands or Machu Picchu or something. You know, it gives you an opportunity to explore new things, the freedom to do that. Right. And if you plan for it, you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. So it's important to plan for it. Sure. Well, and there may be some things that you just felt with your work schedule, your family schedule, that you didn't have time to do something new that you wanted to learn, uh, not, or not just a vacation, sure. which those are great too, looking for what's a place that you've always wanted to go, a bucket list trip, a perfect thing to put in there. But what if there's something new that you wanted to learn? You wanted to learn how to play the piano, or maybe you want to write a book, or there's an art project that you want to do. Right. There are many things that you can fill that time with, but it, it allows you to pursue it and opens up, you know, kind of ties in with that creativity piece. Mm -hmm. Right. And like you said, the creativity and when you do something new, it's amazing how when you get out of that normal workspace that you're in and by doing something completely different, you do come back with fresh ideas. And most of the time the team appreciates it because <laughs> it can kind of give them that spark too that maybe they needed. Um, and other times it's like, oh no, not another idea. Right. <laughs> but yeah. all in all, it's, a, it's certainly a good thing. I actually talked to an entrepreneur yesterday about how he needs to have only one person he tells his new ideas to when he goes on vacation. Oh. Because <laughs> he likes to go on his boat. Yes. Has a cigar. 
comes up with new ideas, comes back to the office and shares them with the office. And then they all scatter to go figure it out. Oh no. And we just, we, t we were talking through it and it just went, wait, how about you only tell one person the idea and they can then filter it. Right. And so we determined right. who that person was going to be on the call, mm. but it was an interesting conversation yes. because he was overwhelming his team with his new creative ideas. Right. So be right. careful, but yes. no, it's important to bring new ideas too for growth and, and change. Oh, definitely. And just having that sabbatical time allows the, that freedom of the ideas and creativity to flow. It right. just, it makes such a difference. Well, my friend, when I took a sabbatical, it made such a profound difference in my life. And I came back after my sabbatical and my team was glad to have me back, which was a good thing. The business hadn't fallen, fallen apart. They, my team was actually better for it. And ever since that time, I have made it an intentional priority because when I got back, my creativity soared, my productivity skyrocketed, I brought just new energy to the team, and, and it was just so worth the time that I don't wanna ever give that up. So now I'm very intentional, and together, no matter what amount of work that we have, as we're planning out our year ahead, we are planning time for intentional breaks, and we now take a 30-day sabbatical every single year and it is so worth it. And hopefully you've heard um, some of these benefits today and it makes you want to go forward and schedule your first sabbatical or if you've already taken one to make this a part of your regular routine. So let's just take a moment and review those uh, eight benefits mm -hmm. and then we'll wrap this up. Sure. So first one provides time for reflection. Excellent. Number two, taking a sabbatical improves your health and your well-being. Number three, gives your brain the break it needs. Number four, it helps your team to show up. And step up. And step up. <laughs> Five, it fosters relationships. Number six, it enhances your creativity. Number seven, it protects you from burnout. And number eight, it provides you freedom to mm. do new things. That's great. Awesome. So how about you? Are you ready to plan your first sabbatical? Put some time and thought toward that and know that you can do it. And our next talk together, we're going to give you a step-by-step -step plan of how you can plan a sabbatical and take it soon. Great. Well, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining me today on the Intentional Leadership Podcast, where you will learn how to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. Each episode, I will teach you something to take your life and leadership to the next level. Then at the end, I will challenge you to take action on what you have learned. If you're enjoying this podcast, will you please take a moment to leave a positive review? This helps get the message out to impact as many people as possible. And please subscribe to this podcast. That way the episodes will drop each time a new one comes out. Remember, when you grow as a leader, your team will grow and your company will grow. You can transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Intentional Leadership Podcast. This podcast will help you break through the barriers holding you back from the true life of significance you are meant to live. I'm your host, Janelle Ruland, and I invite you to join me each month as I share leadership lessons and specific strategies to transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life. 
As a high achieving entrepreneur, there was a time when I was overwhelmed doing all the things and I found myself overworked and overcommitted. Through the power of intention, I learned how to shift my mindset and create success habits to achieve a healthy work-life balance and true joy in my life. Now I am here to help you do the same. Don't just be the CEO of your business, be the CEO of your life. Let's get started. Thank you for joining the Intentional Leadership Podcast. Each episode, I teach you to take something in your life and leadership to the next level. Then at the end, I will challenge you to take action on what you have learned. If you're enjoying this podcast, please take a moment to leave a positive review. This helps get the message out to impact as many people as possible. And I encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. That way the episodes will drop each time a new one comes out. Remember, when you grow as a leader, your team will grow and your company will grow. You can transform your leadership, crush your goals, and love your life.